1: To the Tell It Abs It Is podcast, your home for everything Colorado Avalanche on the Hockey Podcast Network. The Colorado
0: Avalanche have won the Stanley Cup. Raymond Moore a dream, has come across. Featured ahead McKinnon racing and shoots and scores, Nathan McKinnon. Refinite champ scores. Here's your hosts, Griffin Youngs and Christian Boulet. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Teledavs It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network, sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code THPN when you sign up for access to exclusive offers. I am Griffin Youngs, joined by Christian Bollet as always. And Christian, we just spent an hour talking about what we're going to talk about on the show, and I still don't feel like we came up with a, an answer. So we're just going to kind of wing it for this one.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's not much to talk about. So. <laughs> we, that, that, that was a struggle. We, we had no idea what we were going to talk about because really the only news that's come out of the NHL is the abs practice today, and that was the most exciting yeah. thing that's happened in the past 10 days.
0: As the first thing the Avalanche have done since they played the Predators is they had practice today. It was not canceled, which is significant progress. We're getting there. We're getting closer and closer to the Dallas game on Wednesday because there is no Vegas game on Monday because that was postponed along with every other game that was going to take place on December 27th because the league said... They needed more time to analyze the results of testing, I guess.
1: But the test results from earlier came back negative. So it, it's confusing. Uh, the NHL makes very little sense when it comes to this. I think they're still just kind of making it up as they go. But uh, yeah, it's, it's a bummer that they canceled that game because I had had this one circled on my calendar for a very long time.
0: Yeah. To me, this was the game so far this season. Like you go into Vegas and play them for the first time in Vegas, at least since the playoffs with a healthy roster. And I was already kind of soured to it because we were going to have a week off in between Nashville and Vegas. But like this, this kind of sucks to lose this game along with every other game. It's It's just not very smart business from the NHL, especially like the first games after Christmas, where a lot of people like buy those tickets to like give to people as like a surprise. I it makes no sense. I, I get I get the reasoning, but to postpone all 13 games and like yeah, you know, there was some teams that got hammered today, like the I think there were like four significant teams: the Ducks, the Penguins, the Stars, which we'll talk about and who was the other one even like, lightning, lightning. Lightning. yeah, Vasilevsky. So, but
1: like, just to go off that, the games on Monday that were canceled abs Vegas,
0: big, big game. one. Uh,
1: you had Panthers, hurricanes, very significant battle in the East. Um, and then the big one of all was canceling Edmonton, Calgary battle of Alberta.
0: That's a tough sell so, to cancel that game.
1: Yeah. It's, it's really tough. And like you said, there was 13 games on the docket for tomorrow. I was ready to plop my butt on the couch and just tune in for unlimited hockey. And unfortunately, they all got canceled, so we have to wait till Tuesday. And Griffin, let me tell you the matchups we got on Tuesday. Oh, these Ready? are good ones. We got the seven-win Montreal Canadiens facing an Andre Vasilevsky-less and Nikita Kucherov-less and, and Brady, Brady less Tampa Bay Lightning. Lightning still won that game. Uh, you got Columbus-Chicago, real barn burner. Uh, Vegas-Los angeles and to close out the night, Arizona-San Jose.
0: Which is on national TV national on ESPN+. Plus, Because for some reason, we must keep putting the Coyotes on national television.
1: Yeah, it makes no sense. You, you, you cost yourself on a Monday, if you were to come back tomorrow, have three marquee games, all kind of at different time slots. Battle of Alberta and ABS in Vegas would have been going on at the same time. And then you'd leave it up to Tuesday, and it's just kind of a stinker of a day for hockey. So um big time bummer i we were reading the thing that they were saying the nhl tweeted out they said they need to analyze test results and come up with a better plan and i i kind of get the logic behind that because it's you had christmas you had all the players home with their families more and more players more exposure but why would you let them practice today wouldn't it have made more sense to practice tomorrow to open the facilities back up
0: yeah because the avalanche practiced today like Perfectly fine. We'll get into the, the COVID effects for the avalanche now because they didn't get out unscathed, unfortunately, but it's not as bad as I thought it would be. I thought it was going to be a lot worse. Really. I thought it was going to be did. a lot worse, but the exact statement from the NHL um, on Christmas Eve was the National Hockey League announced today that its regular season schedule will not resume prior to Tuesday, December 28th. The league had planned to resume its schedule on December 27th but in order to allow the league an adequate opportunity to analyze league-wide testing results and to assess clubs readiness to play the target date for resumption of gameplay will be pushed back an additional day like i guess it's just very big yeah it's very big i i get it but that's a lot of games to postpone just to make sure that everyone's ready like it would make sense feels like 3 or 4 games like like toward like the Towards getting the Christmas break, that made sense. This one, I think, is that's a real tough sell when you consider the kind of day that it was going to be.
1: Yeah, it's a really tough sell, and I get the logic behind it. I do. It just makes no sense why they let them practice today. Right. But they can't play tomorrow. So, yeah, it's confusing. Um, the NHL is kind of the only league that hasn't really figured it out quite yet. Out of all the four, four major sports leagues in the – United States. I mean, you got the NBA still playing, you got the NFL still playing and the NHL is the only one that's kind of on a pause right now. So it's, it's just an interesting, interesting what's going on right now with the NHL for sure.
0: Yeah. And yeah, they're going to be back. I see, I still see a lot of people like freaking out that this is going to be something that carries over for the next couple of weeks. I mean, me personally, I'm like, until I see puck drop on a game, I'm not sure that's happening, but it's going to be back before the end of the week at worst case scenario.
1: Yeah, worst case scenario, I think it's back by Friday. Right. I do think I do think Tuesday we're going to see those games played, mostly because those are nationally televised games and ESPN wants that money. Uh, so I think that's why those games will be played. And we had talked about this off air too. Uh, in, in case you folks didn't know, there's a Winter Classic game that's supposed to happen next week. Uh, uh,
0: yeah, I kind of forgot that was happening.
1: There's been zero marketing for it, but it's actually a really good game. You got the Wild and Blues playing in Minnesota. Um, I, there's no way they cancel that like, no, they, 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 will they, be back they
0: contractually game. cannot cancel that game. Yeah. They will, they will play the AHL teams before they do that.
1: Yeah, they will be back. So I agree with you. It's not like this is going to be a long-term pause. I do think there were some positive strides made today with the NHL announcing that the taxi squad was coming back. Emergency call-ups were coming back. Um, I think that's a move in the right direction. That's something we had been asking for, for, Probably like three weeks now. Yeah. So um, that'll be good to have that back. But I, I do think worst case scenario, they play by Friday. And that's absolute worst case scenario. I do think they will play uh on Tuesday.
0: You know, and even with the the stars getting hammered by COVID coming out of break and even the avalanche having some guys come out, I don't think that game gets canceled on Wednesday. <laughs> it's on TNT. It's really it's much harder to cancel a national TV game, you can do it once, maybe twice, you know, like in emergencies, but you just started a new contract with a new broadcast partner, especially one like TNT, but that's a tough one, especially when it's the only one of the day. I don't think you can cancel that.
1: No, there's no way. And I guess we can talk about that real quick with the stars. The stars were one of the few teams that got hit really hard. It seemed after COVID because we didn't hear much about them, but they had six players get put on the COVID reserve, uh list today uh, yeah
0: you have the list of players in front of you i have it right here it's Roddick okay. foxa Mero heiskanen yoel kiviranta michael roffel and jason robertson joining yanni hakenpah who was already on there along with two support staff members so like that's a pretty significant portion of the stars i mean especially Meryl heiskanen and jason robertson those are very significant players on the stars and does not look like they'll be available for either game this week against the avalanche, which is kind of a shame. Cause those are two very fun players to watch.
1: Yeah. They're really fun. And I, we've talked about this. It, it's not really fun to beat a team. That's this beat up. Like you want to, because the stars are a good competition. Like they're a good team. They give the abs a ton of trouble. Um, I want to see the abs beat a good team, continue to beat good teams when they're at full strength, because you need those types of games and the stars always give us those types of games. They aren't high scoring. It needs to be a good defensive game. Your goaltenders need to play well. And I, I just don't know if the stars will have that much left on their roster to compete with the abs on Wednesday and Friday.
0: Yeah. It's that's the thing with the COVID situation right now. It's like, it dilutes the product. It's just simply not as good. It's not as good when you don't get to watch Miro Highskin and then Jason Robertson for the stars. Like, that's some of the main attractions for the stars team right now. They're not a very exciting team. Like Tyler Sagan and Jamie Ben are not the names they used to be. And Radulov really hasn't done much of anything really Heiskin and Robertson are the only reasons I watch stars games, honestly, two very fun, young players, but for the avalanche side, it's not like they got out of this unscathed. Like I mentioned earlier, they had 11 players test positive for COVID-19 since the Nashville predators game, but a lot of that was very early in the process, and now we are down to five players on protocol as of right now: Curtis McDermott, Nazem Kadri, Logan O'Connor, Miko Rantanen, and poor, poor Pavel Francouz, who is getting the worst of it. Because yeah, can we talk? His... Can we talk about
1: Pavel Francouz just getting screwed yeah, in yeah. hockey life lately? Yeah, like that poor we'll guy just can't catch a break.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about Frankie in a second. I want to run through the the returns for everybody. So McDermott is the twenty seventh. Kadri is the 28th, so likely they will be back before the first game against the Stars. O'Connor is the 30th, Rantanen's the 31st, so they sh- will likely miss the first Stars game. And O'Connor m- looks like he'll be back for the second one, and we'll see about Miko whether the 31st means he'll play that day or, or he'll still miss that one. And then Frankie looks like he's symptomatic, and he will be back January 5th. So he will be missing the next four games against both Dallas games, Anaheim and Chicago. Cause like you're about to go off on this poor guy can not catch a break.
1: No, he can't. And I, I feel bad for the guy because he's the one game he played. He was really good. Welcoming him back. Was and the... He was really good in his last full season with the abs. Like, he, he's not a young goaltender. I think he's like 32, 33. He's not young. I, I know that, but he just can't catch a break. He had 31 hip injury. He's 31. He had the hip injury last year, sprains his ankle in his second preseason game this year comes back, works his way all the way back, goes to the minors, plays well in the minors, gets back up. He was not the reason the abs lost against the predators. Absolutely. was No, he was good. He was really good. And now he gets COVID like, what does this guy have to do to catch a break? Yeah.
0: And, and not even like gets COVID like 20% of the league has over the last couple of weeks. He gets COVID. Like he's going through symptoms that's going to keep him out for two whole weeks. Like, it's like you said, what does this poor guy have to do? He plays one game in a game that he wasn't even expecting to play. And it was, go- it was going to be Kemper that entire night until an hour beforehand. And all of a sudden he's forced back into his sudden return plays well And now he's going to miss the next four games again. Like what, what's it, what's it going to be when he comes back next time?
1: I don't know, but it it, just, the way it goes for him, I feel like something's going to happen.
0: And it's just a real shame because
1: I I think Frankie's a damn good NHL goalie. Like he's really good and he just can't catch a break. It seems. And I'm hoping that his injury luck kind of turns around for him because I feel bad for the guy. I really do. Like, I, I hope it all works out for him because he is a fantastic goalie and he seems like a fantastic human off the ice. I don't know if you saw his TikTok he did with the avalanche with the mini mic. One of the f- like funniest things and coolest things I've seen. I, I love those little mini mic interviews on TikTok. But yeah, that was my little tangent about Frankie because I just feel bad for the guy.
0: Yeah, Frankie is just a he just seems like a genuinely pleasant person to be around. And it's a shame because we've been robbed of him for the past year and a half we didn't get him all of last year and we haven't had him save for one game all of this year it's it's annoying at this point I'm I'm sure he feels like absolute shit right now he he's a big part of this team when he's around he was a big part of this team before COVID was really a thing and in the bubble he was a big part of the team and he just we keep having to find ways to get another backup goalie in there because of circumstances outside of his control. Yeah, it's outside of his control.
1: And the biggest bummer is as we go back to it, like losing Jojo now with Frankie being out means we're probably gonna call up in again. And I'm still under the impression that Anan's going to be a really good goaltender one day. But he needs time to learn how to play goalie at a professional level.
0: Right. He's just so not ready.
1: You're gonna have to lean off Kemper who we We didn't get any information if he was symptomatic or not because he got taken off the COVID list, but he's coming off of COVID testing positive for COVID. So we don't know what he's going to be like the next, like, can he physically play four games in a row coming off COVID? I don't know. So,
0: The whole thing's just annoying. And we brought up like off air talking about Jojo is that now with the new rules coming into play, you can have three goalies on the roster for like on an emergency basis and so if Frankie was out an extra week or so, then we wouldn't have had to put Jojo on waivers. Yep. Just the abs luck. Yeah. Just, just our luck. We lose our third string. Like I don't care if Jojo wasn't that good, not having him sucks. Like, because you need a goalie and my, my rationale for it was, oh, we're going to get him back. Florida sent night town. I mean, <laughs> they're going to yeah. be playing Jojo for the foreseeable future. So we're not getting him back.
1: No, we aren't. And, I, it's frustrating. I just, like you said, if Frankie would have been hurt for like one week longer, we would, this all could have been avoided and we'd be fine. Cause I'd feel, I'd feel way better about a Jojo Kemper one, two than I do about Ananen just because we've seen what Ananen did in this first game. He showed flashes. Definitely.
0: Yeah. He's He's going to be a good goalie,
1: but he's 20 years old. Right. So this is his first professional season in the, uh, in America or North America. So it just sucks. It's just the abs luck. It seems, but yeah. I mean, if we go back to good news, we got Devon Tate's
0: back. That's good news. Yeah. Taze is back. Landeskog looks like he's on pace to play against Dallas. I, I didn't really get an update, but the last update we had on him was that it would be two weeks.
1: Yeah, He was in a normal skating sweater today.
0: Okay. So he'll be back.
1: So, yeah. It's looking good with him back. Um, and like you said, at the start of this whole, going over the abs roster. It sounds like Cadre and Curtis McDermott will be back before Wednesday, barring any change, yeah. which with COVID, who knows what the hell is going to happen.
0: Yeah. Assuming um, of course there is a game on Wednesday. Yeah. Cause we like, it's as we're recording this, it's Sunday. And just in the minute by minute news that we're getting with the NHL, that is a lifetime away on Wednesday.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know if I can go another, th- like if they cancel that and I have to wait till Friday to watch the abs, man.
0: That'll be what I mean, if they, if they postpone that game for playing the exact same team on Friday? Yeah, They'd
1: probably have to postpone that game on Friday, too. Like, Jesus, we could be going on like we'd be going on three weeks without the abs, oh, and I don't physically God. know if I can handle it much longer.
0: <laughs> it's bad, like, it's I, not good
1: I, for the show either because we got nothing to talk about, man. Yeah,
0: like, here we are right now, we're talking about practice.
1: We're talking about practice, man. Like, it's not the game. not
0: a game. We're talking about practice. Practice. Like that.
1: That's the exciting. That's life as an as fan. We're 10 days into this pause and we've got nothing else to talk about. Yeah. So
0: we had the, one more with, positive that came out of practice though. And looks like Bowen Byron will be back tomorrow when a non-contact uniform. He wasn't there today, which I was very concerned about, but it looks like he'll be back tomorrow and start skating with the team again, which is which is great news. I don't want Byron back until he's 100% completely healthy because head injuries are not something to to play around with. But this at least shows he's making some good progress.
1: Yeah, I'm excited about it. I know I sent you that tweet because we were texting uh, right after practice. We hadn't seen an update about Byron. And then there were, Bednar said he was going to skate in a non-contact sweater, which means you'd have to assume he's getting closer to playing. Um, this will be the first time he's skated shit probably since –
0: the least skated which one was it was the it the Leafs? yeah
1: well because i thought he skated with the team in ottawa and then he was a late scratch
0: yeah no you're right it was I, so that was like a few days later
1: yeah so we're talking almost three three weeks since he skated with the team so he's definitely gonna need some time to get back up to game speed and pray to god that nothing happens with his head and he doesn't get more headaches but that is the good news. We want Byron back, but we want him back on a time frame where we can get him back long-term. I'd rather have him miss like the next 10 games. But if I get Bowen Byron back for the rest of the season after that, give me that
0: all day. I'll take so, Bowen Byron back in March. If it means he's a hundred percent healthy. True. I would too. I mean, like imagine adding a 100% healthy Bowen Byron to this defense. Like it's a trade deadline edition. It'd be amazing.
1: Yeah. I would be totally cool with that too. I, I just want him to be healthy long-term because he is a major part of the apps plans. So uh, hopefully more good news. Hopefully he feels good after skate tomorrow. Um, and then the other player too, we forgot to mention Ryan Murray was in the run. Oh yeah. I
0: was going to bring run. him up.
1: So I mean, it's, it's trending up with these guys who are injured. I still have no idea their time frame when they're coming back, but it is trending up a little bit. So.
0: I mean, we literally didn't play. For the last 10 days it could not have possibly gone downhill so i mean it could have it could definitely could have definitely you never know with these guys
1: someone but cut their finger wrapping presents like that definitely could happen
0: man it definitely for this team it could absolutely happen yeah, yeah look so, it looks like we're trending in the right direction with injuries for the time being, at least, who knows what the case will be after Wednesday, if there is a game Wednesday. Who knows where we'll be next week if we're talking about we're playing the Eagles against the whoever we're playing. <laughs> Talk about scrimmages. <laughs> who knows at this point? Everything's just so absolutely all over the place.
1: Yeah, well, there's no idea what's going on. So. No. Yeah. That's kind of where we're at folks, but it's, it's exciting. I do think there's going to be a game on Wednesday just because it's a nationally televised game. I think they're going to tell the stars suck it up um, and play. And like you said, Wednesday's an eternity away. That is an eternity away.
0: Yeah. We've got two, we have, we still have, as, as we're recording this two entire days to get through yeah. for no one else to test positive. Like I'm not really concerned about the abs. I think Dallas is like, they're not there yet, but if they have more guys test positive, I I think it puts it in jeopardy.
1: It could. I don't disagree with you. I think they're gonna try hell over high water to play that game though. Yeah, like that's TNT's one game of the week.
0: Right? Yeah,
1: they they have to.
0: And like, didn't they cancel one last week too? Yeah, like, they canceled. Everything the TNT got game shut game down. Last week.
1: Yeah,
0: it'd be tough to have three straight weeks of no game.
1: Or if they give them notice that they can change the nationally televised game, and you could switch to maybe the Penguins, Maple Leaves,
0: maybe. I can't believe that's not one to begin with.
1: Yeah, Dallas and Colorado seems weird to have.
0: Well, I get, Dallas Colorado is at ten o'clock Eastern Time, so that one makes sense. But like, there's no seven o'clock TNT game, and you've got some good. You got the Leafs and Penguins. You got the Rangers and the Panthers. Like, even the Bruins are a good team to put on national TV. But
1: Oilers Blues would be a good one.
0: Yeah. So I, I don't know. I
1: It's going to be interesting. Like you said, it's an eternity away. These next couple of days are going to be crucial because this will be the first time the players are coming in contact with each other for 10 days now. So,
0: yeah, I mean, we I better think. hope all of those tests were correct and that <laughs> nothing slipped through the cracks
1: because uh,
0: everyone just practiced together. I don't know what the point of taking tomorrow off was if everyone's just going to go practice today, but.
1: We'll see, man. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting for sure. But I, I'd say six. No, I'm gonna go seventy-five percent chance the game happens.
0: I'd agree. I'd agree with that. It's, honestly, I'd probably go like ninety. Honestly, I, I, 90? I think I think something's gonna have to go incredibly wrong, especially introducing taxi squads and emergency call-ups and everything. It's like it's gonna have to be like an outbreak, like like Calgary you know, Flames level outbreak, like Calgary Flames level outbreak. Not saying it's not gonna happen. Hence the ten percent. But this being a national game taxi squad emergency call-ups it would have to go really wrong i think for it to not happen
1: yeah i agree i agree but you just never know i don't know what the nhl is going to do so
0: we'll see we'll see we'll see so if the game does happen considering what we know right now which will not be the case tomorrow i'm sure how do you think this game against the stars go we were going to talk about vegas today but it's not happening and we're not going to be back until after this game. So how do you think the stars game goes? Uh, Considering
1: everything that I know now, uh, I think the Avs should win that game pretty easily. Um, Just the stars are missing way too many players. And unless Tyler Sagan and Jamie Ben go back to Tyler Sagan and Jamie Ben from three years ago, uh, I think the Avs win this game four two i think it's gonna be a real sloppy first period while the like while the teams get their legs back under them but i, I think four two abs win it and it's like four one and the stars get a late one in the third to make it four two
0: yeah that sounds pretty in character for these guys i mean the thing about the stars is that they are not missing joe pavelski so that could be a big problem because he's always been a big abs killer i still think this is going to be a pretty close game but like considering you just said it's probably going to be pretty sloppy For both sides, Avalanche have been off for pretty much two weeks at that point. The stars, not that much shorter. And I feel like the stars would thrive better off that kind of game. But I I, I still feel like the Avalanche having more players available to play will ultimately give them an edge. I think this is going to be a pretty close game. I'll go three to two, Avalanche win. I mean, the stars always play strong defensive hockey, especially against us. And a real sloppy game. I think the big thing here is that we can't fall behind.
1: If we oh, fall yeah, behind, right.
0: I think if the Stars score the first goal, I think we'll be in big trouble.
1: Yeah, you can't fall behind against the Stars because the Stars will just lock down the neutral zone and they'll lock down the defensive end.
0: And they've done wow. it. They did it to us last month.
1: Yeah, they did it to us. Ottinger was fantastic in that game. I think they'll probably start Holtby if he's healthy, personally, and then they save Ottinger for the home game.
0: I've never had to cheer against Holtby. I hate yeah. that.
1: That's going to suck, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um. But it's going to be, I agree. I think it's going to be a sloppy first period, but the apps just have way more talent
0: yeah. from top to like, bottom
1: considering our, the COVID going on.
0: Yeah. I, I like think you're you're F- going to be missing Rantanen. You're going to be missing O'Connor, which I mean, O'Connor is like a, a pretty significant part of this, yes. season, this season. So you can argue you're missing two first line players right there. But I mean, Berkey, Landeskog, and McKinnon have worked very well recently or I guess Berkey himself has just worked really well on that top line as of late, so I'm not too concerned for, for one game without Rantan. Second line, especially especially if we do get Kadri back, that's going to be really important, and he's going to keep rolling. Ultimately, I think we do have the edge, because the Stars have just been okay lately.
1: Yeah, before the pause, they weren't – They. they... When they beat the Avs, that was the highest they'd been all year, and they've kind of come back down to earth significantly since then. I think we talked last time they were 5-5 and in the last 10.
0: Yeah, like there was a certain point they had lost five in a row, and then they won their last two against Chicago and Minnesota going into the break. I mean, at this point, you have to throw all notions of momentum out the window right now because it doesn't exist. But they're, they're a team you have to take seriously. I They're a team, I think, does make the playoffs at the end of the year, but they do need to be a bit more consistent rather than just, they went on a big winning streak. And right in the middle of that was when they beat the avalanche. And then they went on a big losing streak. Like they, they got to iron some of this stuff out. Yeah.
1: They're, they're up and down.
0: So I, I just think the Avs, especially coming
1: off that loss where you can argue, they, the Avs didn't play a bad game. They played a bad two minutes to start the game and fell behind two, nothing. And that was the game. Um, so I, I think they'll bounce back, and I, I think the Avs are going to kind of avenge some losses here, and I, I think they win this game pretty easily, especially since it's on home ice. If this was in Dallas, I'd feel a whole lot different about it, but since it's in Ball Arena, the Avs are just a different animal at home.
0: Yeah, so, I think I think it'd be real bad to lose this game on home ice. It'd be the it'd be the kind of thing that you can feel the repercussions of for a little while. I think it'd be up there with it'd be up
1: there with the Vegas loss this year.
0: Yeah, I it's a tough sell to lose your first two games against Dallas after not playing them since the bubble. And I mean, the good thing is we'll be seeing them again on Friday in Dallas, regardless of the results. But I, I I think this is going to be a good game, maybe not a good game, but I think a close game. I think any game coming out of a break, you should expect there to be some rust and players playing sloppy. I think it'll be a relatively low scoring game, but I think you got, you got to go ahead and you have to stay ahead.
1: Yeah, you can't fall behind again. You can't let up two goals in the first two minutes of the game again.
0: No, no, so, you have to find a way to stop Joe Pavelski from scoring on you for once.
1: Yeah, hopefully that'd be like first time in forever. But I, I do think it's, I just, I love the abs on home ice. I'm always going to take the abs on home ice. Um, because if you look at their losses, that Vegas one was bad. You lost at the beginning of the year to St. Louis. That one was, I mean, you battled back in that one. That one was a lot closer than it actually was. That was, that
0: was a robbery. We talked about that at the time. Yeah. Um, and then is there another loss on home ice? I'm forgetting. Uh, I'm trying to rack my brain for one real quick, but I can't think they of were that. on a, they were on a pretty significant win streak at home. Yeah. They're, they're currently uh, on one right now. Yeah. They, at home, they're 10, two, and one, the the ducks, no Columbus.
1: Yeah. They lost at home in overtime.
0: That's mm-hmm. right. So St. Louis, Vegas, Columbus, that's, we're coming up on two months since we lost yeah. on at home ice.
1: Yeah. So the abs are really good on home ice. I, I think that'll continue. Um, I really like the abs in this game, and I'll probably lay the puck line, take a minus one and a half, um, and I'll feel pretty confident about that. That this game could be an under game for sure. I'd, I'd uh, smash
0: the under for this game. Yeah, game coming out of a break. It's either going to be ten goals or two.
1: Yeah, it's not going to be pretty. That the first ten minutes of that game could be really ugly. Um, so I don't know. I, I I'm excited. I do think the abs win this game pretty easily, though.
0: At this point, I'll just be happy playing it.
1: Yeah, me too. I'm just excited that there's a potential hockey game that we could watch the Avalanche play on Wednesday.
0: Here's hoping.
1: Yeah, here's hoping. And for some reason, they always got to put the Avs primetime games at 8 p.m. So the people who have to work the next day will stay out until 11, midnight, all the fun stuff. Bright
0: and early 10 p.m. Eastern time for me.
1: Yeah. Luckily, you're on winter break, though, man. Yeah. So... I got work the next day, <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be a fun game. I'm praying to the gods. It happens. I can't go much longer without, uh, Avs hockey. Luckily we've had the world juniors on, which has been somewhat sufficing my need of hockey.
0: Yeah. But, world Juniors are always fun. They haven't, they haven't really started. There's like today's the first day. I don't know. They, they always pick up towards the end. I mean, what do we have today, like USA and Slovakia.
1: Yeah. It's going on right now. As we're recording, it's starting right now.
0: Yeah, Canada playing, Czech Republic. I mean, we'll get to some of the better ones later in the tournaments. Yeah, Oscar Olson scored. Oscar Olson. Which I mean, he's he been really good. He had a like a tough rookie camp ever since then. He's been dominant. Hey everybody, hope you've been enjoying this episode so far. Interrupting to bring you a word from our sponsor, DraftKings Sportsbook. Hockey fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has a no-brainer offer that'll make you a winner once any shot gets past the goalie. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's right, just one single goal in the game does not matter the team all that needs to happen for you to win is just one single goal being scored. That's it. The NHL got rid of ties in 2005, so this is essentially a guaranteed bet. You're going to win this bet. And if DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, no worries, because everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest, which is what I do essentially every single day and trust me this stuff is fun and you'll want to get it get want to get in on the action as soon as possible with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Contest draft a lineup you can play for as little as a dime every single day it's all up to you and best of all DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit so what are you waiting for download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now Use promo code THPN, throw down $1 on any NHL game, and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only, minimum $5 deposit, and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now, back to the episode. Like whether yeah. it's with the Avalanche or going back to, to Barry, he's been great.
1: Yeah, he's been fantastic. And he's still two or three years away from breaking the Avs lineup. But uh, that guy could end up being a huge steal for the Avalanche. Because we got him, what, 28th overall?
0: We got him 28th overall. Yeah. And he's yeah. got... 12 goals in 22 games with the Barry Colts already
1: yeah he's good he's going to be really good and he's still 18 years old yeah <laughs> so yeah if there's no ads just watch the world juniors um it's pretty fun hockey to watch and it's fun seeing the future of the NHL play and the USA jerseys are sweet
0: I like why did why are we we talked about the the USA jerseys for the Olympics why don't we just use those oh these are beautiful man I don't get don't why we always make such a fuss about the USA jerseys when we have the right ones right there. Just use those.
1: Yeah, these are pretty. And the white, all white ones are pretty beautiful as well. Yeah, why? I don't get why teams want to mess with the classics. Like, if something works, don't change it. Right. Like, what team changed their logo that was really bad in the NHL? Oh, what team was it? The, I really liked the Panthers old logo, the one they used for the reverse retro. I really liked.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I was indifferent on that one, honestly. Yeah.
1: What were your thoughts uh, pulling out your caps? I loved the old caps logo from like the early two thousands with the The screaming Eagle. Yeah. Those were sweet, man.
0: The thing about the old caps jerseys is I was never a fan of the color scheme. Like the, the, the dark blue and the Brown, like it, it was just hit me as kind of ugly. I feel like it's more nostalgic than anything. And that's why a lot of people like it. The screaming Eagle It's a lot better than the Caps logo now. The Caps don't have a logo. It's It's just the the word. (laughs) It's the word Washington Capitals, which is not a logo. We have two really good logos. We have the Weagle, which is like the the eagle outline with the Washington Monument in the middle. Yeah, that's cool. And we have the old Screaming Eagle. If we use the old Screaming Eagle with the modern Capitals colors, which are way better than what they used to be, it would be a really pretty jersey. Yeah,
1: your reverse retro was a pretty jersey. It was a pretty jersey.
0: Yeah, we have great logos, and we have a great color scheme of just red, white, and blue. It's very simple. And I like you're looking at it right now on my sweatshirt. Why do low. you want this logo? It's yeah. it's not a logo.
1: Yeah. And that's another thing we
0: can talk about, too, because
1: we have nothing else to talk about. The NHL not doing reverse retro jerseys again this year is such a huge missed opportunity. It's a waste of money. Like, the Capitals jersey, or not the Capitals. We're talking about the Caps. The Avs Nordiques jerseys sold out. Very
0: quickly, and they have not been. There's
1: some reselling now. I saw online they're selling for like six hundred bucks.
0: Yeah, the caps. Caps and the Avalanche had two of the prettiest reverse retro jerseys. I could not get my hands on either of them because they sold out so quickly. I think I got like a hat.
1: I bought the I bought the Avs reverse retro like 30 seconds after it like launched and became live because I knew they were going to sell out. And the fact that they did a limited release, I don't understand that either. Like, if you're not going to do it again this year, why don't you just release more of the same? Right. Aren't we year? desperate for money right now? Huge. It would like galaxy brain, but and then at the at Ball Arena, they're doing uh, Joe Sakic and Peter Forsberg Nordique jerseys. Of like the old color scheme, but they aren't doing the reverse retros that were extremely popular last year. It, it makes zero sense.
0: sense, man. The reverse retros were, it's probably one of the best ideas the NHL has had since three-on-three three overtime. Yeah. And they only came up with it out of desperation because they weren't selling tickets that year. And then they just stopped doing it. Makes and zero that, sense, man. And they've released all these horrible jerseys this year, especially with the Devils and the some of the, the stadium series stuff. These third jerseys that have come out mostly have been dog shit. I think Pittsburgh is the only one that's been somewhat good. It's boring. It just it's says boring. Pittsburgh. It's <laughs> yeah. not even cool. That's the, like. That's how low the bar is. It doesn't suck. It's yeah. boring, which is more than you can ask for, apparently, out of some of these jerseys. What's if they another... just up the reverse retros around, they'd probably start outselling the normal jerseys because they're just oh. so much better.
1: Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Like, I'm still buying uh... – the abs reverse retro stuff at ball arena now like still a year after like i bought my i bought my dad for christmas a sweet nordiques hoodie and it's it, it makes no sense man like especially i love i love that logo.
0: like especially for the avalanche with the old nordique stuff the old nordiques logo that goes far beyond the colorado fan base the nordique is like a part of hockey history yeah. people want that stuff I don't get why you would just shoot yourself in the foot in a year where you're trying to make all this money back that you lost that you just stop selling them. It makes no
1: sense because it's a beautiful logo. The way they did it. I thought they paid perfect homage to the Nordiques. You did it with the abs colors. It was just a beautiful, I love, I rarely wear my reverse retro just because it's so beautiful and I don't want to get anything on it. So I rarely bust that Jersey out. Um, and the fact that they didn't do another one, like it's just such I feel like it's a loss of money that you could make.
0: Yeah. Easy I money. Completely, I completely agree. I mean, even even if they stopped doing it for a while, to bring it back as a re-release now, they'd sell out again. Yeah.
1: In 10 minutes. Yeah.
0: Cause those people who didn't get one would buy one so quick. Right. So I think the only people this is benefiting is the resale market who can put these up for $600, $700. All, you're helping out the same people who steal the PlayStations.
1: The exact same. The exact same. it makes
0: 100%
1: zero sense. And that makes zero sense. What I just said, but that's where we're at right now. And I want Nordique's jerseys back uh, tomorrow. And it's, it blows my mind. I mean, shit, you could even bring back the, I don't know if they could actually. If they brought back like the Rockies logo, but I think the Devils own the Rockies logo since. Yeah, I
0: don't think we could do that one. But still, like, even if we did something like around that, yeah, like the players don't even have to wear the reverse retros again if, a, if that's such a big deal. Just sell them again. Like, that's all anyone's asking. I want one. I never mm-hmm. got a chance. Like they, like you said, they sold out in 30 seconds. I, I was probably asleep. I want what were your thoughts? We'll, we'll switch
1: it, we'll go back to reverse retro. What were your thoughts on the Ducks reverse retro? I didn't like it.
0: Honestly. Oh, I, was, I, loved, them. It was I too, loved them. It was too cartoony for me. Oh, I loved them. I, I thought really, they were so sick. I, like, there, there were some bad ones. I didn't rank that among my worst, but I, think even, I don't think it was the logo that bothered me. I, maybe I'm just picturing it wrong because I haven't seen it in so long. But also, I, just outside the logo, I thought the jersey was just kind of bland. It was very huh. teal. Oh, I love that jersey. I like the Coyotes one, too. I love the Coyotes one. I, I, I think my problem with the Ducks one, from what I'm remembering, is that I just don't like teal as a primary color, especially with nothing to support it. See, I like that logo more than their current logo. Well, the Ducks logo sucks. I mean, it's literally it's literally just a, a duck's foot in like the shape of a D for duck. Like, yeah, wow, real creative guys. Yeah, I guess I guess, how guess we can't tell that him. one take in the boardroom. Mm,
1: the Avs is just an A with a snow thing going through it. At
0: least it looks cool. The Avalanche have one of the best looking logos in the league. At least there's some element of an actual avalanche going on. True. And the A can at least be like a mountain.
1: This is gonna pain a lot of people who listen to this. I think the Red Wings have the best primary logo in the NHL.
0: It's a classic. It's I mean.
1: beautiful, man. Is a cool, cool fucking logo.
0: It is. Um,
1: yeah, th- this is what happens when you don't have hockey, folks. We're talking about jerseys and cool logos. It's the off season's like, man. Yeah, this. Yeah, we're we're just getting practice for the off season. Yeah. But, yeah. Bring back the reverse retros, NHL. Come on, do the right thing for once.
0: They're not going to. They're no fun. No, they, they only did it for money. They made them for money, and by some miracle, some of them were good. And so therefore we can't have that. So we yeah. got to shove them aside. And so we can have the same boring sport. Because you know, if we bring them back, I'm sure John Tortorella would go on ESPN saying that it's like dangerous to hockey or something. It disgraces the game. Yeah, oh, it's it, bullshit. we gotta pay
1: homage to the
0: like, like we, we just we have this. we made these teams like the, the Rangers and the Maple Leafs, you know, these historic teams with these classic jerseys. We gotta make them come out with these new jerseys. I just I wonder what kind of effect that has on the overall game. God, God was,
1: forbid kids think jerseys are
0: cool. Yeah, God forbid kids think jerseys are cool. God forbid anyone think anything is cool. I don't think we talked about the Trevor Zegers thing on here, at least not enough. The the John Tortorella thing it's like I, I just I wonder the kind of effect that it has on the game. You know, you, if you did that back in the early two thousands, you know, you get your head taken off. Like that's a good thing. Yeah,
1: but it's old school hockey, man. It's old so school old, hockey. It's old school hockey
0: where we gave people concussions because that was the culture. And that was just
1: oh, this just happened in the USA game when we were going off on a tangent. A USA player hit a guy in the head and he got a two minute penalty. It was crazy. <laughs> it really? was crazy,
0: man. You can do that. You yeah can do it was crazy. I just hitting someone in the head. Yeah we, we were in a tangent. I thought I thought hockey was was too tough for that and we were yeah.
1: crazy. I I just I that just clicked in my head to have that happen. Um yeah I
0: uh,
1: will not go we won't go on that tangent because I'm sure it'll happen again before the year's over um we'll save that for another time
0: yeah we'll probably talk about it after the stars game yeah because we've i mean both of us have been involved in those over the last couple of weeks or so so the odds of it happening again are pretty pretty high pretty high, pretty high. yeah i just can't wait for the playoffs not to ch- not to like suddenly change topics but like whenever there's no hockey i my mind just starts going ahead to like the playoffs and i feel like christmas is that first point where you can really start to look at like okay this is the matchup and what it's shaping up to be. That's oh, why yeah. I like think the season really like starts for me. That's what gets my, my blood flowing. It's kind of, it, it, you
1: just get closer and closer to it. And now that we don't have the Olympics anymore, it feels like it's.
0: That's that. You know closer. what? I think you just hit the nail on the head. That's why I got so excited for it recently. Cause there's no Olympic buffer in the way. Cause I feel like there was like two seasons happening at the same time, like pre Olympic and then there was going to be like a post Olympic one. Now, if now it kind of feels like one season and maybe that's why I'm thinking about it more now.
1: Yeah, it's going to be fun, man. I It's there's a lot of good teams in the NHL this year. If you listen to our preview or our midseason review of the NHL, there's a lot of good teams in the NHL right now. Like it, I could see five or six teams win the cup.
0: I really could. I think it's more than that. I think I think you can look at all eight teams in the East, like realistically winning the cup. And I feel like in the West, it's a lot less. I feel like there's us, there's Vegas. If Edmonton makes some moves, maybe.
1: Yeah. The I, West is definitely not as good as the East.
0: The West, I'd say Colorado, Vegas, cup contenders, 100%. A lot of teams with a lot of flaws otherwise. I mean, like Minnesota, Calgary, Edmonton, I can see a path.
1: I can see them giving – Vegas and Colorado, a tough series. I don't see them beating either.
0: Yeah, if days. like if Vegas or Colorado, God forbid, have injuries in a series and another team gets some fortune off that, I can see them making a run. In the, in the playoffs, it's all fucking random anyway and nothing makes sense. We could be saying this now and the, the Ducks go three rounds deep.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're three years removed from both number one seeds in the playoffs losing in the first round.
0: Yeah, so. it was all of them. Like yeah. all the wild card teams won. The last normal playoff year was the least normal playoff year imaginable, where you had the historic Tampa Bay Lightning losing in four. You had us knocking off the top team in the West. You had the Caps being knocked off, and then I can't I can't remember the the other one was so normal I forget. It was the Stars beating Nashville. Yeah, they beat Nashville in six, I believe. Yeah, they right? beat them in six in overtime. I think only two higher seeds won that like that whole first round. It was Boston. Boston and
1: St. Louis, right? No,
0: St. Louis was a, no, St. Louis was a one seed. It was the Sharks, I think.
1: Yeah, the Sharks. It,
0: it the Sharks over, and those were both comebacks.
1: Yeah, they had to come back in it too. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Oh, who the I, blues I, beat in the first round that year?
0: What I didn't hear what you said. who the blues beat in the first round? Was it the Winnipeg?
1: Winnipeg, that's right. Yeah. They came in five, right?
0: Six. Because I remember that series because I I picked the Blues to go to the final that year, and first two in Winnipeg the Blues won. Then the Winnipeg next two that's in right, St. Louis, and then Braden Shen I think scored with like 15 seconds left in Winnipeg after they were down two nothing to start the third, and then was it Shen had a hat trick in Game Six? Yeah, then them. That's right.
1: I forgot about the Blues because they were the they were they won that series. I forgot that they faced the Jets. That was when the Jets were coming off the Western Conference Finals. The year yeah. Before.
0: yeah, people said I was crazy for picking the Blues over the Jets because the Jets just went real far. But, I mean, the, the Blues, since January that year, were like the best team in hockey.
1: And it wasn't even close. Yeah. So, yeah, playoffs are coming around the corner. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. I can't wait. I physically don't know if my body can handle it,
0: but I I'm, can't. Re- like, I'm more excited for the playoffs this year than I think i would ever been i mean 2018 i was super hyped up because we finally made the playoffs again and also like the caps felt different that year so i had both my teams going at the same time for the first time in a little bit that was fun but after after the last two years of the bubble and like last year was fun but it it wasn't the same
1: wasn't that the abs in vegas should have been the western conference finals
0: like, like, I know we had full crowds and everything, but it still didn't feel the same. No, it, it it wasn't. It was, I don't know. I don't know exactly what it was, but there was. The Avs weren't
1: even at full capacity. I think they were only at 75.
0: Yeah, Vegas was at 100. So that was totally fair, but. USA just scored. Oh, that's a pretty snipe. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I'm looking forward to the playoffs this year. 100% capacity, at least in America, it seems like it's going to happen
0: um and Who knows at this point? I mean, we talked about I, I when, we talked about for... we talked about Wednesday being an eternity away. We're talking yeah. about, we're talking about May.
1: Yeah, that's true. I feel bad if the Maple Leafs can't have fans.
0: Yeah, we'll I see really what do. happens with Canada. I mean, Jesus Christ, are we going to have playoffs? <laughs> May is a long time away.
1: That's true. We can at least positive think.
0: Yeah, we can positive think. I mean. We're talking about, like, oh, we're finally getting into the swing of the season. We're like 27 games in. We have a long we wait. We have a lot of hockey left to play, man. <laughs> we have 52 games left.
1: That's crazy to think that we want to play oh 27 games.
0: Oh, my God. Here it's I been about so that. much, much longer. Playoffs, man. We have 52 games left.
1: Well, we're almost two months. We're almost the start of the third month of the season. And the fact we want to play 27 games is a little ludicrous to think about.
0: Yeah. I mean, we've had some circumstances. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did you have anything else, man, or do we want to wrap the show? I think we can wrap here. I think that's a good enough place to stop. I think we're getting to the point where we're just starting to ramble. So yeah,
1: so. I mean, we were rambling beforehand. Now we can. Uh,
0: well, that's just what we do.
1: That's, that's what we do. That's if the you listen thing. to us religiously, if, you, if you're you know. listening to
0: this, you probably didn't even notice the difference. <laughs> <laughs> but you did. You got something cool for Christmas. That I think we wanted to wrap the show with. Oh, that's true. I w- I got the the ultimate Colorado Avalanche trivia book for Christmas and. I think what we're going to do for at least the next couple episodes is I'm going to ask Christian some questions out of here and Let's go. We'll see if you can get them. So we will start with chapter one, origin okay. and history. And I will pick three random questions, not too easy, not too hard. And we will grade your performance at the very end.
1: Okay. And if you're listening to this, you, if you get all three, right, make sure you tweet the show. We'll figure out something to get you.
0: Yeah. And don't cheat. Yeah. So, don't
1: so. cheat. It's an honor system here where we've, We follow the morals of honor here on this podcast, but if you do get them right, make sure you tweet the show. We'll figure out something to get you.
0: and find out some way to prove it. Don't just be like, oh, hey, I got all three right. All right, right. let's do it. I agree. Start with this one. How many points did the Avalanche record in their first season in Colorado? Is it A, 100 points, B, 95 points, C, 104 points, or D, 107 points?
1: I know the red wings were the number one seed so the abs weren't number one you said ah, "Man, i want to go i want to go was option c 102 104 104 i'm gonna go with the 101 whichever one was 100 flat
0: and that is your final answer a 100 a 100 locking it in yeah Correct answer is C, 104 points.
1: Ah, damn it. I knew the Red Wings were number one. I knew. Ah, all right. 0 oh, for 1. 0 oh, for all 1. Right. the right. next one.
0: Let's kind of keep it. Granted, under.
1: I was two years old when that season's happened. I was yeah, two.
0: You fake fan. You don't remember yeah. when you were two years old. So, the Avalanche made the playoffs for how many consecutive seasons after moving to Colorado? Is it A, 11, B, 10, C, 7, or D, 9. I don't like how out of order these numbers are.
1: Yeah, I don't either. It's really throwing me off. Um, I know they own the record for the most consecutive uh, uh, division title wins because they own the Northwest Division for pretty much since they started. I'm going to go with 11.
0: Was that A? So your final answer is A, 11? Yes. The correct answer, drum roll, please be 10
1: Ah, damn it one extra damn it because yeah because they made it their first year was the last year they made it that means that it would have to be 2007 was the first year they didn't make it then right if i'm doing my math right because we started in 96 and if they did it 10 yeah so the 2007 season That sounds that's that was a year after joe sakic retired i should have just guessed that because i know sakic really never missed the playoffs with the abs Bad guess on my part. Over 2. I'm a fake-ass fan.
0: All right, and we will finish with a some avalanche history once again. Who scored the first goal for the rebranded avalanches? A, Craig Wolanin, B, Scott Young, C, Claude Lemieux, or D, Valerie Kaminsky? D, e, Valerie Kaminsky. That is correct. The answer is D, Valerie Kaminsky. Christian, you're on the board.
1: On the board. There we go, baby.
0: Do you I got one. Do you want to quit while you're ahead, or do you want to do one more?
1: Give me one more so, so I can at least get to 50% if I get it right.
0: Okay. Well, that one's super easy. So we're not going to do we'll that Give one. it to
1: me then.
0: <laughs> All right. So, uh, we'll do a kind of easy one. The Avalanche, okay. the first three seasons in which division? The Central, the Northwest, the Northeast, or the Pacific? I already answered this question
1: the Northwest division. Boom. All right. Cut it off there. Two in a row. Are you certain.
0: Do you oh, want me to first, repeat the question?
1: The first three seasons? Yes. All right, give it to me again.
0: The Avalanche played their first three seasons in which division? The Central, the Northwest, the Northeast, or the Pacific?
1: Oh, it was the Pacific. They played in the Pacific. Correct. That was a trick
0: question. It was, was a trick Pacific. question. Answer is D, the Pacific. So you're at 50%. So we'll oh, stop. Yeah. you are still do- cutting off you want to do five or are you going to quit at 50? Hey,
1: give me one more. Give me one more. Give me one okay. more. Let me see if I can get a passing grade.
0: We'll do a true or false. The Avalanche okay. won 47 games in their first NHL season. Is it true or false?
1: So we just said they had 104 points. Did they still do the loser point in 1996? I can't remember. No, they didn't. They
0: did ties.
1: Yeah, they did ties.
0: I'm going to go true. You are correct. It is true. <laughs> All right. Seven games in their first season.
1: All right. I get a passing grade. D's get degrees.
0: I was looking Uh, at the wrong one, but you are still correct.
1: Oh, okay. Good. Good. So D's get degrees. We're still good. I'll take it. If if people got all five of those correct, kudos, kudos. That's impressive. Um, Like I said, if you got them right, it has to be an honor code. We'll figure out something. I may may send you uh, one of the shirts we made for Denver Nosebleeds if you can show that you got all five right.
0: Awesome. So we'll stop there at five for, for this one, but for next episode, Christian, just so you can prepare chapter two is jerseys and numbers.
1: Oh, I got that all day. That's my bread and butter.
0: Five of those next episode. We will finish for today with that. Thank you to everyone who joined in for us today. I know there's really nothing to talk about right now. So if you're still tuning in with us, we really do appreciate you to death. We love you all at the end of the day. This is just a ton of fun doing podcasts for you guys. But I've got nothing else. Christian, if you want to send us off. Yeah.
1: Thanks again for listening. Uh, Make sure you check both of us out on Twitter. Uh, My underscore is Christian underscore Bolle. Griffin is G Young's NHL. Yes. Correct. Bam, nailed it. You Always do this part, so now I'm, I'm getting punk spot yeah, here. I you on the you spot. Can follow,
0: your extra quiz question,
1: yeah. You can follow the show at Teledavs. It is like we just did the trivia there. Make sure you tweet us if you get all five right, we'll figure out a prize to get you. Um, and yeah, make sure you're using DraftKings, uh, the best sports book in America. Use promo code THPN for special discounts. How'd I do on that? Not bad, yeah, pretty good. I've been listening to you do this for two months, so I tried off the top of my head there.
0: Pretty good, pretty good. So we'll wrap there. Christian already did the social media stuff and everything. Thank you so much to everyone for tuning in and we will catch you all next time and hopefully after we play the Dallas Stars. Fingers crossed, I think it's going to happen, but I've, I've been wrong before about a lot of things. So fingers crossed, we'll talk to you guys then. Hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Hope you had a great Christmas and we will talk to you all then.